If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hilarious. Is this an Archie's comic? Who's hotter, Betty or Veronica? Oh, man. Betty. We can't sit here and talk about the hottest cartoon characters. I will, it, 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 it's, it's disturbing. John, by the way, has looked it up. Drawing sexual arousal to cartoon characters. How about that? I think Rod would do a great interview with an expert on people attracted to cartoon characters. Not happening. It's a sports show. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Well, here we are, aren't we? Hope you're ready for Labor Day weekend, everybody. I know I certainly am. A lot of football, three beautiful days off to enjoy. And we don't have Darren Moose DuPont, our regular co-host, so he's been called away, it would appear. So it's just you and me, and I think we can get it done. Although I feel like he's going to be logging in shortly, and producer Clark will let me know that, like right now. Am I right on that? He's in the middle of it, okay. Yeah, I got you. So we're having fun today. I'm going to ask you people to help me out, please. We've got some big-name guests coming up here, both NFL and CFL veterans, the two of them, Mike Vanderjack and Stevie Baggs, later on. The poll question's a fun one, and it is, uh, who's the greatest Canadian ever in the NFL? And your options are John Ryan, Seahawks Great Cup champion, Mike Vanderjack, who will be with us later, Colts. Super Bowl champion, two-time Grey Cup winner with the Argos as well, former Rough Rider when I was covering the team. Um, Ruben Mays, who's leading the poll, by the way, from North Battleford of the Saints. And then Chase Claypool, recency bias. I'm not even sure Chase Claypool's the greatest Canadian in the uh, NFL right now. I'd say it's Jevin Holland of the Dolphins, but we had to name somebody. Moose is here. He's with us from Winnipeg. Um... Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, you're all primped and proper. You look like a different guy from an hour ago. What happened? <laughs> You've turned into a poodle. I turned into a poodle. And I switched. I was over here. I was lost in my notes, and I almost lost track of time. But we're here, and we weren't going to miss it. So i uh happy to be back. Well, judging by your little synopsis of tonight's game you're going to be broadcasting in Winnipeg, you've done all your homework already, sir. Um, by the way, Thank so you. here's a great example. This is hilarious. I just, a couple things, and then we're not going to keep you for long here, although I did say we're going to play deal or no deal, and you're only here for one segment, so I guess I'm going to have to throw on the cape and crown in the middle of this segment. <laughs> Won't that be fun? But Wayne and Victoria B says, it would be nice if we had more positivity around the CFL. It's awesome football that we can all get excited about. Approved. 
Two comments below. Jeff the Stamps fan. I'm not happy that kickoff Monday is at Intel 5. <laughs> Come on. And then on the Vanderjack. Th- well, what are you excited about, dude? I know. So, listen. Let me get ready here. Yeah. And let me give you your thoughts. Like, Vanderjack. It's an interesting world out there, and I think it was the same before internet. It's just gotten worse. But if you just Google Mike Vanderjack, two things come up. He retired as the all-time most accurate kicker in NFL history. That's got to count for something. 86.5%. Pretty big deal. Won a Super Bowl and two Grey Cups. The guy should be, we should be kissing his ass every day. But no, what do people want to remember? Peyton Manning called him an idiot kicker who got liquored up a Pro Bowl. That's what we want to remember. And to be honest... People uh, wrote in here and said it's, it's hard to shake that stuff. And I'm not even saying they're wrong. But, I, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess Vanderjack probably doesn't care. Um, yeah, and I said earlier, like, I don't know what people want. I was in Calgary, and you know who this was. I had a reporter come up to me in Calgary and say, why are you talking to her? She's an idiot. She, I'm like, I just, just stop. It's a new town for me. I don't want to get into this. It's one big yeah. sandbox. That's just the media world. But what would it, I don't, do people have to carry this stuff forever? It's insane. I know, I know. I think at some point, you know, your career just ends up being what it is and, and the other stuff maybe goes away if it's not that big of a deal or that serious. I mean, I don't know everything that would lead to Peyton Manning calling Vanderjack an idiot kicker and, and things like that if it's just getting liquored up at one Pro Bowl, then uh, that probably will go away eventually. But um, he's had a great career. You know, I probably lean Ruben Mays for the history and how special that is and how much he means to the history of football in Canada going to the you know United States. But, you know, I'd probably go John Ryan. I think he was, you know, so special. And that's a great costume change in the middle of the segment, by the way. Great timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah buddy. But... But I'd probably go either John Ryan um, just because of how impactful he was. And he was considered, you know, the best. I mean, Vanderjack was too for a while. But uh, John Ryan, just such a, a household name and such a well-loved player in Seattle. As I say, that's the recency bias thing, that it is what it yeah. is. And it's just dawned on me that Vanderjack shouldn't give two hoots what anybody thinks, including Peyton Manning. Really, when you think about it. Um, Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame writes in, and he says, uh, great show again. Does Bronco Nagurski count? He moved from Ontario to Minnesota when he was five. Darren has one of the great lines. He said, uh, if you got to ask if somebody's a Hall of Famer, he's probably not a Hall of Famer. If you got to ask if Bronco Nagurski counts, he probably doesn't count. Fair the one thing I yeah. want to talk to Vanderjack about, and that's, that's the other thing. Somebody wrote in here, I think it was the Jeff the Stamps fan, says that Peyton Manning didn't like Mike Vanderjack. I'm like, how do, we, how do we know that? Do we know that? Because I told you I was on the sidelines uh, broadcasting Ryder games in 93 when Vanderjack was there, and all the riders loved him. Those Argo guys loved him. Strange? Yes. Kicker? Yes. Me? Goalie. Look what I'm wearing right now. Does that? Yes, we're a little off kilter. Doesn't make us bad people. You understand that, everybody. So, uh, yeah, very excited to have Vanderjack with us a little later on. Okay, 
It's time to play CFL Deal or No Deal for our official betting partner, Bet Regal, where I give the betting lines, the point spreads for this week's games, and Moose DuPont decides whether he'll take the bet or not, followed by me. If you're ready to go, Saturday, Labor Day weekend begins in the CFL with the BC Lions at Montreal. Lions favored by four. Are you taking the deal or not? I'm gonna take the deal. Um, although this is this is the one game if I'm betting that I it's a it, it's a toss up on what side of this line I want to be on. Um, I don't know which way it's gonna go, but I'm gonna lean BC. You're taking uh, the deal. I am not. Obviously, yeah. Winnipeg yeah. Sask Bombers favored by seven and a half. Deal or no deal? I'm taking the deal here too. Bombers are are flexing their muscles right now. And Zach Caleros has never lost on Labor Day weekend in his life. I don't think that will change this weekend. Monday, Toronto at Hamilton. Chad Kelly, the richest player in the CFL. Argos favored by eight at the Ticats. Deal or no deal? You got a deal there too for me. Big spread, but I'll take the deal. I'm not taking the deal. As Jim Barker said last hour, look what the Ticats did at BC last week. And then uh, Monday night, some say the game of the week, Edmonton at Calgary, Stampeders favored by five. Deal or no deal? No deal. I think the Elks are riding something special here. I do. I don't know if they're going to win, but I think it'll come right down to the end. I'll take Calgary to win and cover. All right, download the Bet Regal app, sign up this weekend, and get playing the most fun time of the year, college, CFL, and NFL football time. Um, we can talk about those games uh, a little more. By the way, I'm taking this off before I die. Yeah. And before Stevie <laughs> Bags logs in and thinks that I'm completely lost my mind more than normal. I'm just so excited. I got my pass here. For football, and uh, <laughs> that's the one thing is haters are never going to get off your ass. I'm dealing with a few, thanks to you and the people behind the <laughs> RP Show Corp. No, 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 no. What we do? No, you don't that was my bad. I didn't phrase it properly, but I went to grab my pass for Cardinals Gibbons football, which tonight yeah. it's the battle of the top two teams in the top 25 of all of USA football, high school football. Number 10, Shamanad Madonna at the Cardinal Givens Chiefs, who are 23rd, coached by my friend Matt DeBucky, and we talk about him all the time. And I looked at all the passes, and you've been around with me for most of these, but not all of them. Since we've launched this show, we're now in year five. Super Bowl, Grey Cup, Stanley Cup Final, NHL All-Star Game, Loads of CFL and NHL games. High school football, Florida High School Athletic Association. For you, Canada West, obviously. It's been an absolute yeah. dream, an absolute dream. And, uh, and it continues. So I just want to thank you for that. I mean, you're pretty revved up for the game tonight. But there's something yeah. sexy about two of the top 20. Two of the, like, if you go Google right now, it's not hard to find. Top 100 teams in high school football in the USA. Two of them are meeting tonight. I'm going to the game. Yeah, it's cool. That turns me on. Does that call me? Yeah. Does that make me weird? <laughs> yes. No, it's inc it's incredibly cool and exciting. You talked about like trying one, to one eleven Eastern. Football. One eleven Eastern. Sorry, continue. Uh, like, yeah. 
like trying to drink from a fire hose to cover all the sports. Well, you got to pick and choose. Like I'm dealing with that now. Like I'm going on TV to cover just the Canada West Conference, but I'm like, we kind of need to relate this to the whole country. But there's so many games going on just in U Sports football throughout the year. When you think about the Quebec, you know, the, the conference out, out east and the OUA oh, yeah. and the Canada West, and and it, it becomes a lot. So you have to pick and choose, and that's why we look at the top 25 matchups or the top 10 matchups and um, highlight some of the big ones while everybody else can enjoy whatever game they want. So same thing high school football. You're going to enjoy a top 100 high school matchup in the country. That's something to get excited about. I think that's what's incredible, and I hope you enjoy the game. Thank you. Well, that's why I say um, (laughs) every day when I open my eyes, I'm grateful for it. And I don't take anything for granted. That's one thing that's changed in my life from the way I used to be. Um, I just, I don't take anything for granted. I, we may have a winner here, and I, we may have swung and missed on the greatest Canadian NFL or ever. Uh-oh. Well, it probably is Mark Rippett. So thanks to those who write in. Uh, it was Jack, Jack Hughes. That's his name, I believe. I haven't got so many. Actually, we got so many messages coming through here. Yeah, Jack Hughes in Medicine Hat that Mark Rippett. Trust an Alberta guy to point out another Alberta guy. But in this case, he's right. From Calgary, stand 6'4, 225. Only a two time Super Bowl champion. Played with the Redskins, Browns, Eagles, Rams, Falcons, Colts, Seahawks, and Raiders. Like, do we not, Darren, count championships? Like, there were literally some people, albeit idiots, but they didn't understand why we were so upset at the 13th man debacle in the Grey Cup. Like, I, like they didn't get it. They're not sports people, obviously, but I'm like, Darian Durant could have ridden off into the sunset as the greatest Rough Riders quarterback ever with two titles, but because his defense couldn't hold a damn 16-point lead going into the fourth quarter, he settles for one of the greatest. But he deserved better than that. We count championships, and by virtue of two Super Bowl, does that not make Mark Rippon the greatest Canadian NFL or ever? Or am I, I wrong? so. No, I would think so. It, it, two things have to matter to be the best Canadian NFL or ever. One, yeah, winning matters. But two, you need to contribute in those wins too. Um, I, I, I think he's definitely in that conversation and probably a name that we missed off this poll question for sure. Hey, it happens. It happens. <laughs> David in Winnipeg wants to know, Moose, what channel is the Bison game on? Check your local listings. It's across uh, Sastel, uh, TELUS, uh, Bell MTS, I believe, and it's on Canada West TV if you want to watch it online. I want to say on TELUS Optic TV, it's like 267. For sure, you got to have TELUS if you're in Alberta and Manitoba to get it. Um, Leon, uh, Leanne says, if you've ever listened to Peyton Manning off the field in retirement, he's got a great sense of humor, but kind of dry. I think he was not being serious about his kicker. It was funny. I guess it depends on how you take it. And again, I don't think Vanderjack cares anymore. And none, we put this all to bed. We figured this out over the last hour. He doesn't care. And I'm sure that they do get along just fine. But I saw the clip at the time. Peyton didn't look like he was joking. Let's just. And in the minute that we have left, uh, 
What's the movie? The show Swamp Kings? Clark yeah. gave it an 8 out of 10. What are you going to give it? I give it a six and a half. Um, it was really entertaining, um, but they missed a lot. I thought there, there was a lot of meat left on the bone. They didn't really talk about Aaron Hernandez, didn't get into some of the scandal as much as I thought. But it makes you like Urban Meyer, and it makes you like Tim Tebow even more. And it, it's a great you know, trip down memory lane to remember those great Gator teams and kind of the crazy things they went through to get on top. And then how quickly it, it, it's gone. So um, it's worth the watch. It's very entertaining. Well, meanwhile, Leanne says he should never coach again after watching that Urban Meyer. So I guess, can we say it leaves things open to interpretation? And I think you also see now why some guys say no to being part of these series. For instance, Dak Prescott with yes. the Cowboys said no to the quarterback series, which is pr executive produced by Manning Productions, Peyton Manning. Anyways, Moose, you're done for the day. Great job. Have a great call tonight. Break a leg. You bet. Enjoy the weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody. We have Stevie Bags coming in next, and then Mike Vanderjack. Oh, this is going to be good. It's an outstanding football Friday on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. The RP Show continues on this Friday, and uh, Clark informing me that we do not have a Stevie Bags sighting today, and that is most disappointing. And, uh, yeah, he was confirmed for today. So far, not happening, but that's okay. Listen, <laughs> we can cover it, you and I. Believe me, a lot of people like this time when it's just Rod in the audience time. 902-518-3033 is the number to reach us here in the Florida studio. 902-518-3033. Don't worry, I'm in South Florida, but we'll be watching all of the Canadian Football League action this weekend. I'm still literally trying to get my mind out of, sorry, around just what is college football. I think what I've realized is I'm just going to take my own little piece and enjoy it and grow from there. It's similar, I think, to junior A hockey across Canada. It's, you know, if you didn't know, if you were an American and you were just looking into Canada and all these junior A leagues that compete for the Centennial Cup and all the different levels and the what, junior hockey at all. I'm sure it's structured somewhat significantly. The only thing is you don't have teams jumping from league to league to league in Canada like you do in college football in the States, yet they're on top of it. You know, that's... It's not confusing to anybody that was raised in it, believe me. The poll question, I feel like we need to change it, but it's too late now. For our friends at Key Auto Group, who is the greatest uh, Canadian NFLer of all time? Wilf is watching in Steinbach, Manitoba. He writes in and says, uh, NFL Canadians, Rod, Luke Wilson and John Ryan. Thank you. Brian in Hudson Bay, the moose capital. Does I have to go with Mark Rippett to be a quarterback in the NFL? Has to trump a kicker. 
He's a Super Bowl champion as a quarterback. Pretty hard to beat that. Yes. But does it mean anything that Mike Vanderjack retired as the most accurate field goal in NFL history? Which, interestingly enough, is now seventh. We were looking that up this morning. I still voted for John Ryan because don't take my advice for betting nor Hall of Fame um, influence because I just cheer for my friends. Sports update for Common Crown Brewing. The Toronto Blue Jays start a six-game road trip tonight when they take on the Colorado Rockies in Denver. The Blue Jays have some ground to make up over the last month of the regular season. They enter tonight's contest two and a half games back of Texas for the final American League wildcard spot. The surging Houston Astros start a three-game series against the visiting New York Yankees tonight. The Astros have won five in a row and enter today's action tied with Seattle atop the American League West standings. The Yankees took three of four off Detroit earlier this week for their first series win since late June. Now, if you're a real... No, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say, if you're a real hockey fan, you'll be following this. I'm not sure that's accurate, but you tell me. The general managers for the six teams of the new Professional Women's Hockey League have been named. For the Canadian teams, Gina Kingsbury takes over the Toronto front office with Danielle Sovago and Michael Hirschfield taking on the general manager's role in Montreal and Ottawa. Kingsbury most recently worked as GM of the Canada women's team, helping it win world hockey titles in 2021 and 2022 and Olympic gold last year in Beijing. Solvago coached Canada to its first world's hockey gold in 2002. And the reason I ask if you're following that is I'm really not. And, but my niece, who is entering year three at Mercyhurst NCAA Division I hockey program, if she ends up graduating and playing in this pro hockey league, I'll follow it then. That's the one thing that, People need to understand, and it's why it's the Rod Peterson show. It's not Sports Center. Times change, focuses change, and what are you into? Um, that's why I was quite interested to hear that the Saskatchewan Huskies are picked for first in the coaches' poll by the coaches of the Canada West League, despite the fact I thought Mason Nias was the reason he uh, quarterbacked them to back-to-back Vanier Cup appearances. But, you know, they're saying still going to be good. That's cool. But am I following the Huskies as much now because my best friend's kid's not playing there anymore? Probably not. That's why I was a little surprised. The sports update is brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. They have the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment, featuring their core five. Good Company Hazy Pale Ale, Common Crown Crafted Lager, Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Coppersmith Brown Ale four of which sit below 5% ABV, making them the ideal beer for your everyday common affair. Well, um, now is where we get into the audience participation part of the show. I told you, 902, did I lose you guys? 902-518-3033, the number to reach me here in the Florida studio. It is just you and me. This does not scare me. Ten years almost of doing sports talk radio in the local little market prepared me for doing this on national television in both countries. It's not a big deal to me. It doesn't scare me. Although we're going to need... 
potentially better questions than this. On the EMJ Marketing text line, Brady writes in from Saskatoon. He says, hey, Rod, it's been a while. Did you know that on this day back in 1980, Terry Fox had to end his Marathon of Hope in Thunder Bay? Uh, wasn't really on my mind. But I'll take your word for it. I'm just checking our WhatsApp group here for the whereabouts of one Stevie Bag. And I'm not Stevie double booking or missing this appointment because I've missed a few as well. Doesn't make him a bad guy. Oh, sheesh. Buffalo Bill writes in from North Dakota on the 902 line where football is king. He says, who would win in a three and four down game between the NDSU Bison and the Manitoba Bisons? Happy football Friday, says Buffalo Bill in North Dakota. Okay, let's hear everybody on this Canada West football kickoff this weekend. Who's going to win? Bro, I was saying earlier today, earlier on this show, that I'm going to this game tonight for the Cardinal Givens Chiefs, the 23rd ranked team in all of high school football in America. You think there might be a few high school football teams in the United States? They're ranked 23rd out of all of them. And the, that you'd think they're pretty good. They're playing the 10th ranked team tonight. Shamanad Madonna. So I'm very geeked up that I'm going to a high school football game tonight featuring two of the top 25 teams in the USA. I'll tell you right now, Cardinal Gibbons would beat the Regina Thunder or the Winnipeg Rifles. Don't at me. Would they beat a Canadian University team? I Probably not. You know, one wonderful thing, and we, I'm sure the crew and the flying the Millennial Falcon gets tired of this, but I do, I'm told, have to keep introducing myself to the audience so i did call canadian football league games for 20 years but i also called junior football and university football not to mention hockey so i got a somewhat of a feel for the quality of play and i'll say it again these high school teams these top end high school teams would beat canadian junior teams but i don't think the thundering herd would beat the manitoba bisons i don't <laughs> James in Border, Manitoba says, you're the reason we're here, Rod. We don't need no guests. Well, I appreciate that. I'll say something about um, Howard Stern. And I got to get my satellite radio fixed. It's one of my, on my to-do list. I got back here to Florida on Saturday, and I had a bunch of things to do. And one of those was get Goldie up and running my beautiful, beloved 2004 Jeep Wrangler. But I <laughs> broke my satellite radio, the actual uh, receiver, when I was in Canada, in Moose Jaw, as a matter of fact. I, Clark, do you have a satellite radio? The, do you have one at all? You had built in? Okay. Well, the ones that you plug in, I unplugged it, and I used it to scrape the ice off the windshield of my Canadian vehicle, and I broke the damn receiver. And it was long enough ago that it was one that was cold enough to have ice on your windshield, and I have not had it fixed since. So 
Why the hell did that come up? Oh, Howard Stern. I miss listening to Howard Stern. And I got the Jeep running. It was just the battery. No, I didn't get the Jeep running. Mike at University Auto Repair just down the road got it running for $216 U.S. later. Uh, so that's next. This afternoon, I will be calling Sirius XM Satellite Radio and saying, I need a new receiver. I've only been a subscriber since February 2005. Almost the longest relationship I've ever been in. The longest is being in the George Strait fan club since I was 12. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg writes in and says, sadly, my wife, kids, and I could probably beat the Winnipeg rifle. Got a sound effect for that, Mark? How about that? <laughs> That'll work. Leanne in Regina says, I'd love to go to USA High School football game Friday night lights. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, this is my third year down here, third fall. And like I say, I got the pass. I got the clothes. Friends with the coach. Spoke to the team. Let's just sit around here for a second and think about this for a second. I can't believe that the head coach of the Cardinal Gibbons Chiefs asked me to come in and speak to his team last year, Matt DeBuck, and I did, but I said, what do you want me to talk about? I never even played football. He goes, ah, just talk to him about motivation and not giving up and overcoming obstacles because you've overcome everyone anybody could think of. I'm like, I can do that. Um, just to back up a second on the NDSU versus Manitoba thing. Uh, Jeff the Stams fan says, this is just like the argument of whether Alabama could beat a CFL team. No way. Oh, you know what? I would think Mike Vanderjack might be a really good guy to ask this question. And we will, if, if he joins on this day, we're expecting that he will. But Paul LaPolice said it depends where the game is played. He said if you're playing CFL rules in a Canadian stadium, the CFL team wins. But if you're playing American rules in an American stadium, Alabama wins. That's from Lapo. Don't at me. Leanne goes on to say uh, apples and oranges in that discussion, boys. Yes, but I've discovered it's like a football thing. They really like to discuss it a lot. And Buffalo Bill answers his own question. He says, NDSU wins the four-down game. The Bisons win the three-down game. That's possible. Collins watching in Ottawa. He says, do you need Sirius for sports or just Howard Stern? Bro, for $18 a month, you get it all. A couple hundred channels of program-free, sorry, advertising-free programming. The second I heard Howard Stern was going over to satellite radio, I was beaten on the door. Peterbilt trucking, because that was the only place in Regina selling a satellite radio, and I bought it. Uh, I saw Mandy wrote in earlier, and she's written in again. She asked me, Mandy in Edmonton, how I think the rest of the Edmonton season will go. Um, well, hey, for those that say the unofficial kickoff of the CFL season is this weekend, I'm sure the Elks are saying, we're all for that. Let's just forget the 0-9 start even happened. And now, what do I think? What I think is it's a drag race to the finish line. Forget about the 
six games, six games, six game third. It's a drag race from this weekend to the finish line. And Edmonton's got a car in the race. They just used the first half for a tune-up. Do we have Vanderjack yet? What a day! <laughs> Are we even close? Okay. We're working on it. We'll take a timeout, and uh, we'll be right back. It is the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Podcast and YouTube Live. It's a Football Friday broadcasting live from beautiful South Florida. Hope you're getting ready for a very exciting weekend. Kickoff in Canada West football. A lot of university programs, college in the USA. One week away from the National Football League. And what better guy to join us to talk about all of this? Got a lot of questions for him. Mike Vanderjack, two-time Great Cup champion with the Argos. Former Saskatchewan Rough Rider in the NFL 98-206 with Indian Dallas. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it, Mike? Did I miss anything? <laughs> Just retiring as the most accurate kicker in NFL history. Other than that, I, that about covers it. <laughs> yes, it is on your Wikipedia. Hey, before I go any further, Mike, I was the sideline reporter, Saskatchewan Rough Riders Radio in 1993, which was your first pro team. What do you remember about Saskatchewan and what was going on there back then? Because they still talk about you lovingly in the Wheat Province. I mean, as they should. I uh, it's a it's a crazy story how how I ended up out of there, but uh, I I loved it. I I had uh, a great experience. I was excited about where I was living, and before you knew it, I was packing my bags and leaving town. But uh, you know, I, I came in there as a guy that was competing for both the kicker and the punter. So I was going against Brett Maddich as a punter, and I was going. A little bit against Dave Ridgeway as a kicker, but obviously Dave was a legend. So, you know, I was more focused on, you know, trying to win the punting job. And uh, Don Matthews was in charge. Any Don Matthews <laughs> stories? Well, I mean, it, I, uh, my sister was getting married. So I was given permission to go to my sister's wedding in Toronto. So I... Flew to Toronto, went to my sister's wedding. I got back in time for practice and just decided not to go. I uh, I went home and hung out, and the next day, Coach Matthews called me into his office and said, I'm cutting you for rookie mistakes. So I, I always uh, <laughs> learned from that lesson for sure. And then crazy enough, you know, when I was playing in the Arena League under – Ray Yock was the head coach of the Minnesota Fighting Pike, who was the offensive coordinator when I was in Saskatchewan. He he brought me into Minnesota and said, listen, you're, you're my kicker. You don't have to try out. You know, obviously, I, we knew each other just from when I was in Saskatchewan, and so that was cool. And then uh, I kept kicking off into the stands to the side and not through the net at the back. So he, I got cut for horrible kickoffs. And then the crazy thing is, is I, I got signed in Toronto 
a week later, and lo and behold, Don Matthews was the head coach. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for winding that all up in like 60 seconds. That was perfect. Yeah. I was going to say 96, yeah. 97, great cups. Hey, I'm going down tonight to Cardinal Gibbons High School to watch Cardinal Gibbons play uh, yeah. Madonna. You know who coaches them? Matt DeBuck. I have no uh, did you play who? with Matt? You know Matt? Matt DeBuck. You played with him in Toronto. Do you remember Matt? He was a receiver. I do. From Verdun. Little Matt, yeah. Tiny okay. little dude. Yes, absolutely. Is he really the head coach? Okay. Make sure you tell him I said hi. Three-time state champion, bro. 5A. And we just lost Mike Vanderjack. He's getting it. Oh, there he is. He's back. Yeah, three-time state champion, 5A. So, yeah, he, I knew you'd uh Will you see him, though? Sure. Of course. He's the guy that gave me the pass. Oh, yeah, I'll be on the uh, sidelines. I'll be close to his bench. So, yeah, Okay, exactly. well, just make sure you tell now, him I said hey. Absolutely. Now, listen, Norm Fong, Hall of Fame equipment yeah. manager, the Rough Riders, always said, all the guys said, Vander Jack's got uprights in his backyard. <laughs> tell us about that story. <laughs> Do you still? No. Um, they, uh, I, 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 well, when when I signed my big deal in in Indy, I uh, I bought 13 acres in Milton, Ontario, about 45 minutes outside Toronto. Uh, that's where I was living in the off season. I built a ridiculously stupid large house, and I had a lot of property. And on the side of the house, there was a lot of room, so I I put NFL uprights in there with a big net in behind it. The the Colts actually sent the two equipment guys. From Indy, they drove to my house and installed the uprights for me. So it was uh, it was quite something. And um, <laughs> funny story is there were people that would walk by my house, not know who I was, and asked if Paula's Baldison lived there. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, a, a Hall of Famer in his own right. Well, so who snapped for you and who held? And, and, how, uh, and, and did that play a role into you retiring at 86.5% field goal percentage? Most ever in NFL history. Yeah, I did a I did a newspaper article and at the time I or no a magazine article and my wife was holding for me because we did some photo shoots and stuff. But I'm sure she will claim no fame of holding for me in the off season. So I would uh, obviously I just used little sticks and went out there with my son at the time, who crazy enough is now 24. But um, uh, you know, we just go out there and bang them around, and, and you know, and anytime we'd have a party or something, all my buddies would want to get out there and try to see if they could make field goals, and no, not to anyone's surprise, they could not. <laughs> of course, <laughs> it's not easy. Trust, <laughs> I've tried it. Uh, so that kind of leads into the the question I want most answered, other than the uprights in your backyard, is what's the secret? Well, I, I mean. I coach kickers and punters now, so I have a, a lot of kids that I work with, and uh, having a soccer background is a massive advantage. Um, just the ability to put a foot on a ball since you were a kid, helping to guide that ball, um, you know, as a goalkeeper, taking goal kicks. As I, as I work with kickers and punters, my, I fall back a lot on um, just how you would kick a goal kick in soccer is a very similar technique to how you would kick a football. So if, in fact, you have a soccer background, it certainly helps. Well, and interestingly enough, I was just looking this up today, 
you retired number one at 86.5, but it's like seventh all time now. So what's changed in the game? Well, I, you know, I would say the number one thing is um, is coaching. I, I, I'm, I never had a coach. I just kind of always put the ball down and whacked it through the uprights. Everything is so specified these days. You know, if, you're, if your daughter plays volleyball, she's playing it 10 months out of the year. You know, if you play hockey, chances are you got in, you're in a summer league and speed camps and all this kind of stuff. And if you're a kicker, you know, you have a kicking coach that you've had through high school. And, you know, you just got so good so early that it, it just becomes something that is obviously a lot more natural to you because you've done it so long. So I think uh, the easiest answer is coaching. Um, you know, the, the, a more detailed answer is the fact that, you know, the, the, the ability to rush a field goal changes. So, you know, there aren't as many blocks as there used to be. Um, the fields are nicer. They're not those muddy old things or, or different kinds of grass anymore. Almost everything is field turf and more and more stadiums have removable roofs. So the, the weather conditions is declining. So, you know, there's a lot of other factors other than the fact that kickers are just better. I'm going to go a little longer on that, this segment, if that's okay. And I'm talking just a couple minutes, uh, if that's okay, because yeah. questions have come in from the viewers. Um, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg watching, he says, what happened to all the foreign kickers from overseas that were so common in the 80s? I don't really remember those guys. Ridgeway was mine, but do you have an answer for that question? Um. Not not specifically. I mean, I know the, the Zendejas and Rafael Septien and all those kind of guys in the NFL were, you know, even Morton Anderson and Gary Anderson have um, foreign ties. You know, I just think in America, there's just, uh, like I mentioned before, the the coaching and and the, well, the, the pure number of Americans is, you know, overwhelming. So, you know, you're going to have a lot easier time of finding kickers. I think um, the ability to make the money that NFL kickers are making these days, and I think there's just more of a an interest in kicking than there probably was back in those days. So there's now just a, from a pure number standpoint, a lot more kickers in America are trying to get, you know, to start with scholarships and obviously go from there. There you go. Well, you mentioned the soccer background. Those Europeans would have had a soccer background. The Americans wouldn't. So I totally get it. And it's funny because the yep. Canadians that I know, and I assume you follow, where are you, Mike? Where, where do you live, by the way? I actually, I'm on, uh, I have three acres with a hundred feet of waterfront on Lake Ontario, but on the New York side. So I'm, uh, I'm 45 minutes okay. from, the, from the Niagara Falls border. So I, I, I wanted to get back to close to friends and family, but still wanted to live in the States. Gotcha. Well, it's just my buddies that kicked in the CFL. Luca Kanji from Toronto, um, Chris Meadle from Montreal, they're all soccer guys. So they were after you, but yeah. it, it t totally uh, makes sense. Well, I guess yeah. I'll end it there. Mandy says you answered uh, her question before I even asked it was with regards to individual coaching. So I'll just say this. What's up in the world of Mike Vanderjack these days, Mike? Well, I do, uh, I do coach kickers and punters. I lived in Scottsdale for six months out of the year most of the time. I'm just now kind of transitioning. This will be my first winter in New York, so I'm not sure how long I'm going to survive. But prior to that, mm -hmm. I was living 10 years in Scottsdale. So I, uh, you know, I have kickers and punters in college. I have a punter at Texas Tech who's a three-time All-Big 12. He's an All-American. I've got a kicker at North Carolina State who's an All-American. 
I've got a kid at University of Washington who's going to be really good. I've got another few of them in high school around here. But I'm uh, I'm part of a group actually that just acquired Fathead. So I'm uh, I'm one of the new owners of Fathead. Is that decal company um, that Dan Gilbert, the owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers, used to own? So I guess I'm now the owner of part owner of Fathead. And you know that uh, that business world that I've been living in for the last ten years is paid off and. Now transitioning into uh, raising a hundred million to a billion dollar company. Well, congratulations on all of that, a businessman. Yeah. Mike, big fan. Appreciate the time. Enjoy the football this weekend. Hope we can do it again. Awesome. Thanks for your time. Appreciate you. Mike Vanderjag joining us from New York State. We'll be right back with a viewer takeover in overtime. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network. We should tell Mike that we're available in New York on Altus Cable. He gets it. WQEE Radio in Atlanta. Podcast and YouTube Live. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, it's a quickie here in overtime presented by our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes. You saw the uh, sports update earlier. Maybe you didn't. NHL training camps opening in three weeks' time. I can't wait. Overtime Hockey Lanes will get you ready for the hockey season, of course, where skill and fun collide. 28th Street Northeast in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It is an amusement park for hockey players. Trust me. Check it out before the hockey season. I say it every day. Now's the time. That you should be shooting. Don't wait till the season starts. Um, and oh boy, boy, boy. That interview with Vanerjack was awesome. And just so you know, I've never met him. But got a lot of close friends. Normie Fong, are you watching today? The Hall of Fame equipment manager of the Rough Riders. Probably the guy that told me the most about Vanerjack. But everybody loved him. He was with the Rough Riders in 1993. Did some dumb things. Got cut. It happens. Ends up signing with the Argos in 96, wins two great cups by the same guy that cut him because he learned his lesson. And, but everybody loved him. And now it does not surprise me at all that he's turned around and he's coaching young kickers and punters. It did. What a wonderful story. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's represented by EMJ Marketing as well, providing the perfect keynote speaker for your event. Wouldn't you like to have him come out? And speak to your group? Man, love it. Love it. Gee, I'm looking forward to a three-day weekend. I'll tell you that for free. Um, Ryan, where is it? In New York State. Ryan McCarthy says, I just hope all the teams have fun this Labor Day weekend. Well, if they win, they'll have fun. Jeff the Stamps fan, you can't beat the double fighter jet flyover <sighs> on Labor Day at McMahon. Go Stamps, go. Earlier on, uh, what was it, 12 minutes into this hour, Darren and I played Deal or No Deal for Bet Regal, and 
I got it written down on my computer. I didn't write it down on my notepad. But I've got the stamps to win. I, I feel like, Jeff, do you not want me to vote for the stamps? Pick the stamps? You probably don't want me to because literally every team that I cheer for loses. It's not good at betting. Why well, don't bet? Also, why I don't golf? Not good at drinking either. I mean, I was really, I was too good at it. But I don't do the things that I shouldn't do. Ryan in Toronto says, really enjoyed the show today. Gotta love a football Friday. Yeah, it is great. And that reminds me, Mandy wrote in earlier and said, um, I, 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 I'm trapped a little bit. She's like, who's your favorite all-time CFL coach? And here she is, Mandy. Thanks, Rod and team for a great show. Have a great long weekend, everyone. May every team win. I could sit here and tell stories every day for two hours if that's literally what you wanted. I'm not sure if people, I don't know, will that grow the show if I sit and tell old stories? I don't know. Seems to be going fine, but I'll say this. Favorite coach I've ever worked with, I liked him pretty much all. But favorite coach I never worked with was Don Matthews. He was a jerk, but I'm going to tell you something right now. The older I get and the more that I experience in life, I get Don Matt. I get him so much. And if he was alive, I would walk up to him and go, Don, I get it now. I'm so happy that my parents were still alive when I had the opportunity to walk up to my parents and say, I get it now. But now with Matthews, I get it. People thought he was a jerk, but he really wasn't. He didn't suffer fools. You want to know why he always had hot women around him? Because he was cool. And the women thought that was cool. So Don Matthews. So forget about the football. There's a million coaches. How do you treat people? What's your legacy? Died, if I'm not mistaken, as the all-time winningest coach. For sure retired as the all-time winningest coach. Wally is now. But you're asking me, it's the Don. I can only hope to be called the Rod one day. We will be back on Tuesday. See you then. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>